Hey, this is Mike Missanelli, and you're listening to the Feed the Embiid, the number one Sixers podcast in America. Yeah, 2-1 on his jersey, playing like he's number one. Best big in the league, and it's no debate. Who's from the haters? Point him to the exit. I guess every franchise needs its process. Every franchise needs its own process. Coming down the lane, yeah. Watch your head, yeah. We post a every game, yeah. Get your Kodak. Once he gets you under the basket, you better just pray. Hit you with the jab step, knock down, lock from Ben. Get out the way, and one. Let the fans know it. Yeah, homie, let the fans know it. Watch the trailer, the three is going in your eye. If you mess, you better get back. Cause if the bees, there won't be a putback. Keep all that trash out of the paint. Cause the bees will put it back in your face. He's a cold blooded killer, and he take no prisoners. Yeah, dump off from TJ. Call it the feed to a bee. Good evening, everybody. This is the feed to Embiid, and I am your host. Austin Krell. Sixers back in action tonight, fresh off of a off of a win against the Brooklyn Nets on Thursday. It was announced earlier today, even going into last night late, that Embiid would miss this three-game road trip. He would miss tonight. He would miss Monday versus Dallas Mavericks. Wednesday versus the Hawks, and then he'd be reevaluated for Thursday against the Bucks in Philly. National TV, the last one of the year. Until the playoffs, of course. Anyway, Sixers were in Minnesota tonight playing the Timberwolves. It was the return of Jimmy Butler to Minnesota. And as you can imagine, even though the Minnesota faithful seem to be a, quite a nice group and they seem to be all happy-go-lucky and a nice bunch of, of, of uh, people, very peaceful, Jimmy was not well-received tonight, and I can't blame him. I can't blame him. I, I, I would be the exact same way. He forced his way out of there. But I also don't blame Jimmy Butler because if you're smart, you realize that Listen, Wiggins and uh, and Cat ain't cutting it. They're not gonna get. They're not gonna get you anywhere. So what did he want to do? He wanted to not waste a couple years of his prime staying in Minnesota. He wanted to get out of there and go be somewhere where he could have a chance to win a championship. Because those guys don't play any defense, and quite frankly, Wiggins isn't good. Cat leaves a lot to be desired, and the pieces around them aren't that great. And so Jimmy said, I'm out. The, the Timberwolves got a good return for him. Robert Covington, Dario Saric, obviously, and Jared Bayless. Although, of course, Bayless was not really playing for the Sixers. And Covington's been out for a good portion of the season with, uh, with, with, some, with some injuries. Nonetheless... The Timberwolves were not an easy kill. Sixers led by 18 after one. I know you're thinking, Austin, what the hell are you talking about? They were up by 18. Um, 
Timberwolves are one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. They're sixth worst overall. They're the, they're ranked 24th out of 30 NBA teams in terms of their defense, and they're one of the worst three-point defense teams. So it makes sense that the Sixers came out guns a-blazing. Um, Jonah Bolden had a couple of trays in the first quarter. Jimmy hit a three in the first quarter. Um, everyone was getting in on the action in the first. They were up by 18, and then the Timberwolves started chip, chipping away, slowly but surely. They got it to within four late in this game, but down the stretch, Tobias Harris got the N1. Carl Anthony Towns called for a technical foul, and what would have been a two-point play turned into a four-point play. And then from there, the Timberwolves just they didn't have enough to go. Couldn't do it. Sixers ultimately pulled this one out, 118-109. They keep them at arm's length for the majority of the game. They sweep the season series 2-0. And in Jimmy Butler's return, he gets a win and proves why he left. A couple things stood out to me about this Minnesota team. A, um, you can just see how immature they are. You can really just see how immature and young they are. You would think that for a for a team that Jimmy Butler said "fuck you," that you, you, we we can't win, I'm out. They would have had a uh, you know a vendetta. They would have been ready for this game, licking their chops. They really weren't even that aggressive tonight. Jimmy Butler was getting his was getting offensive rebounds, getting putbacks. He was just getting steals. I mean, J- Jimmy Butler had a really bad shooting night, but he still had 12 points. He had two steals, five assists, 13 rebounds. Seven offensive rebounds. That's absurd. That's absurd for the size of this team. Towns and Wiggins are, are not small guys. They they should be able to box out secure rebounds. There's no and then they and then you have off the bench you have Anthony Tolliver, Keita Bates Diop, Gorgie Dang, and a couple of others. There's no way Butler should be getting seven offensive rebounds. That's a disgrace by the Timberwolves to let that happen. Sure, they don't have any heart. They don't really care. You know, they don't really care what uh, what happened in this game. They they had they had no, uh, you know, they have they have those no uh, no soul no dignity. They're not trying to win. And um, nothing to that to me is that Jimmy Butler knew what he was doing. He said, "These guys don't defend. They don't care. They don't put in the work. They don't they don't improve." I'm out. Get me out of here because I, I, we can't win here, and I don't want to be part of this. We can't win. And um, they got rid of him, put him out of his misery. And I'll be miserable too in the city, or in, in, on this team. I should, sorry, the city of Minnesota, the, the whole state of Minnesota is, is, is very, very charming, uh, very inviting. I've been there. Minneapolis is a great city, but this team sucks. They're not a good team. Um, Sharish has been terrible for them 25 minutes, four points. Wiggins is nothing to write home about. Cat's a pretty good player, but he didn't do much tonight at all. 21-7, and seven, okay. It's great for a number one overall pick. Um, the, the the bench for the, for, the, for the Timberwolves really kept them in this game. They had uh, 33 points from three different from, from uh, three three guys at, to add outscore the Sixers bench um, handily, just those three alone. That 33 really beat the Sixers bench entirely. Um but the Timberwolves ultimately play no defense. They're a terrible defensive team. They gave up threes all night. They, they made no effort to contest the Sixers' threes. They, the Sixers make it, made every extra pass. 
Timberwolves have lazy closeouts. They don't rebound. They give up point-blank shots. They collapse too easily. And it was really just, just, just you know, running and running and running, and, you know, everyone scores. Uh, Tobias Harris tonight, 25 points. Ben, 20 points. Ben finished one assist short of a triple-double. He did have five turnovers. By the way, even though he did have five turnovers, let's talk about Ben Simmons for a second. You want to know how bad he wants to be great? Seven. He, he, he had seven turnovers against the Houston Rockets, I believe, eight games ago, maybe nine games ago. Since then, before tonight, his assist-to-turnover ratio in those eight games is 4-1. to one. That is unbelievable. That is fantastic. Jonah Bolden, the player of the game. Five trays for Jonah Bolden. Five. He had 19 points, eight rebounds in 31 minutes. Credit to Amir Johnson stepping in and playing some decent minutes tonight. Nine minutes for him, two points, three boards, no turnovers. Big for him. But again, slowly but surely, the bench is proving to fade. James Dennis, 5 points, 7 rebounds, 17 minutes. That's nice. But ultimately, I mean, when does the bench ever do enough for this team? Mike Scott, 10 points in 20 minutes. Boban, 7 minutes, 6 points. Credit to to Brett Brown. I know we all hate giving Brett Brown credit, but credit to Brett Brown. He went with Jonah Bolden because of the matchup, and it paid off. Bolden ate uh, ate Towns lunch tonight. Bolden won the, I think, won the battle, if you ask me. Yeah, Bolden had five fouls, but he played 31 minutes. He gave he gave them everything that they needed him to do tonight. And going forward, that's going to say a lot when it comes for playoff minutes and deciding who to put in when you need uh, a more switchable, versatile lineup. The Sixers hit 15 threes tonight. They did not shoot particularly great free throw line. Um... 15-21, which is 71%. Not terrible, but I'd like to bring that up a little higher. But the Sixers were able to keep turnovers down. 11 turnovers as a, as a, as a team, only one from the bench. It's, it's a great night. They took advantage of their possessions. They capitalized on every opportunity, made extra passes, knocked down shots, weren't sloppy with the ball. They were efficient. They were very efficient. And they played like a good team plays without their best player. Now, Timberwolves didn't turn the ball over too much either, which may, which tells you a couple things. Well, it tells you a couple things that are that are sort of fall under the umbrella of one overarching theme, being that these teams really didn't force each other to push the pace. It was a, it was a slower game, and while the Sixers move fast and they're flashy. I mean, either Minnesota's defense just sucks, which obviously it does suck, but clearly the Sixers were not letting the Timberwolves get out in the run, and Minnesota was letting them just you know do 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 their thing. They weren't giving them much resistance, and that wasn't enough. The Timberwolves just weren't really responsive to anything. Thirty-six rebounds tonight for them, fifty-five for the Sixers. 23 assists for the Timberwolves, 32 for the Sixers. The Sixers, in a lot of ways, whooped them tonight. The score the score doesn't indicate that, but the, 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 the Timberwolves spent the entire rest of the game after the first quarter trying to claw back 
keep it respectable. A 19 rebound advantage for the Sixers, who were be- who are down their best player, who's the most dominant center in the league. Guy averages 13, 14 rebounds a game out of the lineup, and the Sixers still win the rebounding battle by 19. That's absurd. The Sixers took care of the ball, made shots, made the right plays for their teammates, got everybody involved, and they didn't give up really many second-chance opportunities. Timberwolves had four offensive rebounds. Four. It was one and done all game for Minnesota. Miss a shot, get back. That's great defense. That's really good defense. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Sixers didn't give up some shots. No, the defense is great. Their defense isn't great. They've been struggling with the defense for, for the majority of the year. But 109 points tonight against a team with, with two capable scorers in a starting lineup. Only four offensive rebounds for probably not bigger. But the Timberwolves had all their pieces tonight. And they still got their butts kicked in every statistical category. And really, it should have been more than a nine-point game. What this was tonight was a gutsy performance by the Sixers to get down, not take them lightly, not play down a competition, just go there, focus, take care of business, and get the job done. Because they recognize that Indiana's fallen off. Boston has fallen off. The Sixers just have to, all the Sixers have to do is just finish this this season at, like, a respectable pace. I mean, don't throw these games because you want to rest guys, but you don't have to, you know, this isn't life and death anymore. You have this pretty much in hand. Sixers, uh, the Celtics lost tonight. The Pacers lost tonight. And so the Sixers now have, I think, a four-and-a-half game lead on the Pacers in, for, the, for the three seed. But what that really means, and this goes back to that game where they won by 17 in Philly, that really means that the Sixers actually have a five-and-a-half game lead on the Pacers. Now, because both teams lost tonight and because the Celtics beat the Pacers last night on a layup at the buzzer, Celtics won the season series against Indiana, so the Celtics have the four seed right now. But the Sixers, four and a half games up on those two teams with six to play. Borrowing a completely colossal failure to end this season, the Sixers are going to beat that three seed heading into the playoffs. They're going to do it. They're going to beat out the Celtics. And I get it. You know, I'm, I'm playing the uh, the whole uh, doubt us card. And Celtics were the only team, you know, in the standings, technically Celtics, Celtics were the only team supposed to be in front of them. But no one gave the Sixers a chance coming into this season. It was all about the Celtics. It was the Celtics and uh, really the Raptors because of Kawhi Leonard. The Bucks emerged as the, as the best team in the conference. Toronto's had a great year. Celtics have sucked. Celtics have sucked. They've won the matchup against Philly because they, 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 it's just a better physical matchup for the Celtics. And they had that mental advantage of having killed them in the, in the last couple seasons. Indiana was always a joke. They never had a chance. And then as soon as Old Depot went down, their fans got quiet because they knew it was over. Indiana doesn't have enough star power. And once Old Depot went down, it was about there's no I in team. And that's cute, and it works at some levels, but in the NBA playoffs on a seven-game series, you need to have a star. And they don't have that anymore. So the Sixers, they are riding really high right now. 49-27. If... They finish four and two in their last six. Mind you, their last six. Ready for this? Dallas, Atlanta, Milwaukee, Chicago, Miami, Chicago. That's fifteen games under five hundred plus. Fifteen games under five hundred plus. Best team in the East. But you get to play them on your home court. Fifteen games under five hundred plus. A mediocre Miami Heat team. 
and then 15 games under 500 or more. Sixers could go. The Sixers could go six and zero. They should go five and one at worst. They'll probably rest somebody. They'll probably lose a game in there. They'll probably finish. Um, they'll probably finish around 53 and 29. I'd like to see them get to 54 and 28. 55 and 27 would be beautiful though. I wouldn't complain at all. Six win tonight. One eighteen to one oh nine. They'll be back in action on Monday in Dallas, seven thirty p.m. tip off. I believe it's eight thirty p.m. because it's a, it's the time difference. We'll be back here with post game coverage following that game. And you know Bryce Harper hits a homer today. First as a Philly. Sixers get a dub, two in a row. If you ask me, I think it's cause for celebration. How you celebrate? A good old bud, good old cores. But see, I'm a college kid, so I guess that means it's a shotgun. And if you want to increase your shotgun time at parties, check out my boys at the King Cobra. King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hole in under a second. It is also a tab puller, a vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, check them out on Instagram. At the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled with the K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code TRUSTTHECOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. The feed to Embiid and its name is protected by U.S. copyright laws. Reproduction and distribution without my written permission is prohibited. Copyright the feed to Embiid 2019. Sixers win it tonight, 118-109. They are 49-27 on the season. They'll be back in action on Monday, 8.30 p.m. against the Mavericks in Dallas. Should be a fun one. We'll be here with more post-game coverage following the buzzer in that game. Again, I'm Austin Krell. That's capital A, capital K, A Krell underscore sports on Twitter. Reach out to me, just talk, talk ball, whatever. I'm, I'm always down to talk about sports. Follow us on, on Twitter, the feed to Embiid, Instagram, same thing. As always, please leave a five. Please subscribe on our, on the Apple Pods uh, app and subscribe and uh, read, 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 leave a, far, a five star review or a five star rating and review. And of course, have a safe night. Have a great weekend, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Austin Grell, and this has been the Feed to Embiid.